Julie Natos joining us here in the Freak Nation. And there's a little giggle, a little hesitation there for me <laughs> because before we went live with Julie, we we're trying to figure out how the hell to pronounce her name. All right, uh, run us through the the enunciations of your name that you've encountered over your life, uh, top alcohol pilot. I mean, there's I say Natas, then there's Natas, and I don't even know how many other ways people have been saying it, but it's just easier for me to say Natas with my accent. Whatever people say, it's not right anyway, so whatever is comfortable for you. Well, you say with your accent. What is the accent that you have? Julie? So my language is Norwegian. Like I'm from Norway, so I've always been speaking Norwegian. And then when I moved to America like seven years ago, I had to find a different way to say it. <laughs> Bang. Yeah. Leave it to the Americans to brutalize another name. <laughs> Holy smokes. Yes. Uh, Julie Natos joining us here in the Freak Nation, top alcohol pilot for the NHRA and a big winner in Indianapolis Motor Speedway. No, the big, IRP. Excuse me. IRP, the big go. Uh, over Labor Day weekend, joining us here in the Freak Nation in a in an elevator speech or in a nutshell. Tell us how you got here, because that's a big deal. Statman said this before going live with you, a Norwegian drag racer. I don't think I've ever said that in our mm -hmm. 22 years. Run us through the, the QuickBooks version of how in the hell you got into a top alcohol dragster. <laughs> well, I obviously grew up in Norway. My dad I grew up at the racetrack with my dad and grandfather racing top fuel promos, all that kind of fun stuff. And then I started racing junior dragsters. And whenever I was done with high school, I wasn't really sure what I was going to do. So I moved to Santa Barbara, California for like a, you know, have a fun year in college and then see what happens from there. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, if I go to America, I can try to become a professional race car driver. So I think it was my last year in college. I got my top alcohol license with Randy My Racing. You, I think, put in a tweet or an Instagram that you've never had a weekend as crazy as this past weekend, the 2022 Indianapolis U.S. Nationals. Can you explain for people that might not be aware precisely how crazy it was? Yeah, you doubled up with wins, but walk us through the process of what actually happened and your mindset of, I might not get to that second race. Oh, wait, I just won that second race. Huh? <laughs> well, yes. Yeah, so obviously you come into a race or at least for me, I'm like, OK, I'm confident in myself and my team. And I was this weekend because I felt like we finally had our car, like our race car back together. Like it's running quick times. Like we have the car that can win this race. And we also have the Jags All-Star. So I figured, you know what, maybe I think we can double up. So I was already we qualified. We're fine. We went first and second round of the Jags All-Stars. And then we have a little bit of a rain delay. So we're all just like, oh, um, like waiting around, like, come on, let's go. And then we're racing in the dark in that final round, just like last year. And then I hit the gas pedal. It shook. I can't see anything because it shook my brains out. So I pedal it and it's still shaking. Like I'm still driving to shake. And all of a sudden I have a body in my lap. Like I can't see because the body panels are all in front of my face. Oh. Right before I crossed the finish line, this piece of my body just blew out of my face. And I see the one light comes on and I look in front of my car and I'm like, it's cold. It's kind of breezy and where's the rest of my car? But wait, did we win? Like what just happened? Like I was just, I couldn't believe it. 
it was so weird. Like all the emotions all at once, like we ruined this car or this body, but we won the race. So when I pulled off of the racetrack and I was done with my interviews, I'm like, um, I have first round of the U S nationals tomorrow morning at nine 45. And it's currently 1130 PM. <laughs> what are we going to do? Like, is there another body? Like, is there anything else that's broken? And we broke the wing and a couple other things that we did have things for in the trailer. It was really just a body that we were missing. So now there's emotions of like, Oh gosh, is, are we done? Like, is this it? Um, and then we managed to get a body. Well, my old body from last year, it was in the shop in Kansas. So Megan, my teammate, or she used to drive with us. She's now retired. She took that job with her husband and drove the body up. And because they changed our schedule, like I said, we were supposed to race first round at 9.45 a.m. But because of the weather, that was supposed to come in like rain. They changed it. So we were now going to run first round at 2 p.m. My body came to the racetrack at 1 p.m. And we were able to like get it on the race car. And it was just such a huge relief feeling. Like more emotions coming in. Like, okay, we got it. We can race. Like, okay, we're good. And then we just started racing. And we kept going rounds. And I was sick to my stomach. Like, I'm normally not sick to my stomach before elimination. Like, I wanted to throw up yeah. every single round. I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. Like, what if I screw this up for my team? Like, I really don't want to mess this up because now we got the chance. Like, we can go double up. And what a crazy story and all of this, like, all at once. Um, and then we did. So when I won that final round, there was – Huge relief. I was bawling my eyes out from the moment that I saw the wind light on until we got into that winter circle. <laughs> I love it that young people are getting into drag racing because I I saw it in getting ready for this. I saw an interesting uh, comment that uh, people your age aren't getting into drag racing, at least into the the top ranks of drag racing. Is that something that you plan to be in the top fuel categories with Antron Brown, or are you happy to, to stay where you are in top alcohol dragster, the sportsman categories? Oh, my dream and goal is absolutely to go top fuel racing. If it's a top fuel dragster or a funny car, I really don't care I just that's all I wanted to do and that's what I'm working towards like that's what I started on whenever I moved to Santa Barbara here seven years ago wow wow Santa Barbara <laughs> Santa Barbara to a, a double up winner at well I have to move out of Santa Barbara I'm not there anymore <laughs> oh where are you in Brownsburg, Indiana. <laughs> okay, you've gone from Norway to Santa Barbara yeah. to Brownsburg, Indiana. <laughs> you have no care whatsoever about where you live. You're not even you don't even have a chance to go to In and Out anymore. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of sad. You know, as long as I'm racing, like it works out better for me to be in Brownsburg than this for me to be in Santa Barbara. Julie Natas or Natas, <laughs> Natas, Natas, Natias. Oh boy. Top alcohol <laughs> pilot, of course, double up at Indianapolis last weekend in Labor Day here in the Freak Nation Lucas Oil Studios. After those wins, you had to go party. 
two things. Uh, you're old enough to drink, correct? Yes. Okay. All right. So what was your beverage of choice? And then what was your cheat meal? What's the meal? What's the thing that you gnawed on in celebration that night after those big wins? Um, the first beverage that was given to me was a course wide. And I think people, I don't think I ever had to go reach for my own drink. So I was, it was either course light or Michelob ultra. And for dinner that night, everything was booked up. So we just went to this Greek place in Avon, not too far from the racetrack, had a meal. And then I actually was planning, a. Surprise party for my best friend, Johnny Lindbergh, that night. So all my friends or all our other friends had to go fix that, make sure that was okay. And then I went over to his house and we surprised him for his birthday party. Um, Wait, wait, she had a double up win and a double up party. That's a good weekend. This this is this whole thing is is just blowing me away. You're from Norway. You go to Santa Barbara. You're in Brownsburg, and you celebrate with the Coors Light. Norway's got some of those <laughs> badass beers in the history of mankind. There's a, a Ringness beer. There's Carlsberg. No one had a Norwegian beer for a double up Lucas Oil triple style top alcohol driver. No, you can't find that in Brownsburg. <laughs> There's nothing, <laughs> nothing from Norway besides me there. So, <laughs> but my drink of choice after my beers, whenever I could actually make one at the birthday party, was a or it's always a Tito soda water and lime and lemon. It's, <laughs> it's, it's good. That needs to be called the Natas yeah. <laughs> in the NHRA pits. Tito's soda water. And are you listening, Tito's? Because sponsorship money for Julie would be nice. Yes, Tito's please. soda water, lemon and lime, the Natas. Well, it's not lost on us, Julie, what you did in Indianapolis and what you had to go through. This, it, it's not as if you made your runs, went to the pits, took a nap, got back in your race car. You went through trial and error, whether you knew it or not, to, yeah. to get those wins. Uh, really, it's all downhill from here for you. <laughs> it's like oh really i didn't i didn't suffer any body damage or we didn't hit the wall (laughs) yeah no i guess it's going downhill i'm glad i didn't hit a wall though (laughs) because like i said i couldn't see anything so i'm like am i keeping this straight in my mind i'm like this is probably gonna go really really bad but i'm glad it didn't hey look enough of that i need to know if you know your norwegian history Oh, no, no. History is my worst. Hell yes, I'm going there. Julie Natus joining us here in the Freak Nation. Top alcohol pilot, flying those Lucas Oil colors here in the Freak Nation. You know what? Let's see if Statman, Statman's a hell of a history buff. Let's see if. Oh, I am. Yeah. That surprised me. There you go. Yeah. Wow. Uh, And I've got some trivia music underneath us here. Uh, Julie, let's do this. All right. You ready for this? I think so. Okay. Who was the first ruler of Norway? I don't know. What's a ruler? I don't even know English term, I think. What's a ruler? Is it a king and queen system or is it a presidential system? Who? I don't know. Who ruled? Who's the first person that said, I'm the king, I'm the ruler of Norway? Who was it? Oh, I should know this. This is embarrassing. I can't remember. Mr. Norway? (laughs) No, it was uh, Harold the Fairheaded. Of course. Yeah. Oh. 
No, I know the word in Norwegian, I think. Do you? <laughs> I haven't heard it in English before. Are, are there any dudes in Norway still called Harold the Fairheaded? Um... Is the word in Norwegian? I just remembered. Um, I don't think it on radio. Did you just cuss? <laughs> no, that's his name or their name in Norwegian. <laughs> okay, what is the name of the oldest existing city in no- in Norway? Oldest existing city in Norway. It was founded in eight seventy A.D. I'm gonna guess with Oslo, but it was called. Christiana before. <laughs> you might be right. I'm relying on the internet, by the way. Uh, Toensburg. Toensburg was founded around 870 AD. Around the city can be found many ruins of old buildings, including churches, monasteries from the 13th century. Meanwhile, Julie, ask Kenny about the oldest city in America. I bet he couldn't do that. <laughs> oh, there. Right? Ask him about the oldest city in Dallas. That would that was <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the oldest neighborhood. All right, all right. Since I'm a uh, since I'm the king of brutalizing names, let me brutalize this one for you. We'll end it with this. This is this is a should be a layup for you. You ready for this, Julie? Yep. <laughs> In which city is Vishlandern Sparken located? This is the park with all the stone statues and monuments. That's my hometown, Oslo. <laughs> did I do that? Is it? Vision, Vigden, Slans, Sparkin, Vigiland, and Sparkin. Vigiland, Sparkin. Oh man! <laughs> Off the air, we got new affiliates. They're gonna say, "Man, what is that going on? You guys cussing in Norwegian?" Yeah. <laughs> Can you say I'm a badass drag racer in Norwegian? Yes. Hold on. So <laughs> I've been in America for too long. Because when someone says things like this, I'm like, "Hold on, I gotta think." Um. Because in Norway, we also say badass. I would say, yeah, I didn't badass drag the chauffeur. Dang. Can you can you say, I'd like some barbecue and grape soda in Norwegian? I would really like to have a barbecue and druebrus. Yeah. You walk into you walk into a, a barbecue joint and roll that off your tongue. They look at you and call the police. They said the woman's yeah. out of her mind. Can you say goodbye, speed freaks in Norwegian? How's it uh, speed freaks? Well, that's kind of oh, we're just the same. We're just <laughs> yeah. freaks will be the same, isn't that your name? Yeah. It's all good. It's not your name. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Awesome. Go crush it in Iowa, babe. Julie, thanks for doing this. Thanks for having me. Ooh.